Welcome back to Health Check. I'm Heidi Godman. If you're just joining us, my guest today is Dr. Courtney Simmons. She is a pain management specialist from Sarasota Memorial Healthcare System. And we are talking all about osteoarthritis and what we can do about it. So this is the wearing away of cartilage. And you know, cartilage sort of cushions uh, the bones and and right where they meet in your knees and your elbows, your fingers, your hips, uh, everywhere. And maybe we aren't even aware of all the different joints we have. Is there some number of joints that we have? Is there a, uh, are there joints that we aren't thinking of that are actually joints? Well, I find that in particular, when I see patients, what they don't think of as joints are the joints in the back. Usually when people think of their back, they don't think that there are numerous little, little joints in the back. So there's actually um, seven, uh, or let's see, seven, 12, that's 19 plus five. There's 24 different levels um, in your back. Just in your back. Each which have two sets of joints, if not more. Yeah, I don't think of it like that. And so with osteoarthritis in particular, some of that pain when people have that sort of band-like distribution of pain across the low back makes you sort of grab that area. Mm-hmm. That's from osteoarthritis and changes in the joints. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So many things can happen to the joints. I mean, we talked about the wearing away of cartilage, but there there are other things that can occur, such as crud that sort of grows exactly. in the joints. What is that? That's stenosis? Well, so specific to osteoarthritis, we see changes in the bone, and it's sometimes called sclerosis. If you get an x-ray, it might be called degeneration or bone spurs. And so that's sort of the growth that we see on the joints that can lead to changes in pain. Why do we get... Uh, growths in the in the joint areas. I mean, I'm thinking in particular in the back, in the vertebrae, in the, the large holes in the vertebrae so the nerve can come through and then some crud grows along the side right. of the hole and jabs into the nerve. Right, exactly. Why? Why does that happen? So that's the big question. That's what, you know, we're trying to figure out. Why is it that when we get this joint destruction, um, it leads to these changes um, ultimately in our bones? That's the question um, that we don't really know the answer to, but that's what we do see. Um, in the back, a lot of times, it's not a herniated disc that is leading to sort of this sciatic pain going down your leg, but it could be just over time, you have arthritis of your joints, you've got breakdown of those joints, you've got those bony growths that do end up pressing on your nerves and leading to sort of uncomfortable pain in your low back and your legs. Maybe I'll ask you about each joint and what are the, the common types of osteoarthritis? Mm-hmm. The, the, what are the ways that, obvi- that arthritis affects those joints and, mm-hmm. and the telltale symptoms? So with the back, mm-hmm. most common form of arthritis is a wearing away of, of things or is it the growth? So it's usually with the back, what we find um, is that it's just sort of weight bearing. Um, that leads to the arthritis in your back. What I mean by that is in mechanical stress. It's just sort of all your movements over time sort of lead to this um, down uh, degradation of your cartilage. Um, And so what that does, as we said, translate to is that sort of aching deep sensation across the low back. Okay, so that's commonly for the back. What Mm -hmm. about hips and knees? So with the hips and knees, um, you know, arthritis, osteoarthritis that we're unsure of the origin, just maybe from old age and time, um, often go to the hips and knees. But also, if you've been an athlete when you're younger um, and you sort of have put a lot of mechanical stress and repetitive motion, the hips and knees are often the areas that are most affected. 
Um, we also find that if you have had siblings or family members who've had problems in their hips and knees, that will also um, go to your hips and knees when you have arthritis or if you've had any type of infections over the course of your life, that will go to your hips and knees. And that's usually um, where you're going to get sort of the aching, deep, grinding sensations in those two sets of joints. Cracking, crunchy. Exactly. The official term for that is crepitus. Crepitus. I have crepitus in one of my knees. If I bend, it goes like, like, oh, I know what that is. Oh, no. Exactly. I start doing more leg lifts, you know, and then that <laughs> seems to make it better. Um, uh, but what about the, the, the symptoms, the signs? So you might hear it. Um, right. But how would you know that maybe it's arthritis versus, say, an inflamed bursa? So that's the thing. Oftentimes it's difficult to really sort of parse out um, what exactly is going on. But things that I look for um, when I see someone in an appointment is I'm going to ask them, how long has this pain been going on? Something like an inflamed bursa usually is a process that's not going to have gone on for months and months and months and months, whereas osteoarthritis if it's developed over time, can be something that's been present over the course of many months to years. Mm -hmm. um, also, things that you look for is morning stiffness. Um, that's very prevalent with osteoarthritis. And usually you wake up in the mornings, get out of bed, and you haven't been moving around. So when you haven't been moving around, so there are those joints that are being destructed, um, they don't have a lot of fluid flowing through them. But then throughout the course of the day, often we find with people with osteoarthritis, they start to feel better. However, like you said, if you have that crepitus, that cracking of that knee joint, and you start to feel that knee joint um, having pain, and if you weight bear, meaning walk a lot or use that particular joint that's hurting you a lot, you get an increase in the pain there, which also suggests that it might be osteoarthritis. Yeah, I don't have the pain yet. I'm hoping to well, keep it at bay. And you can. Right. You can. You can. Also, though, other things that we see um, with osteoarthritis are sort of joint swelling. Or is that joint swollen? Is it tender? Um, that can happen also. So those are some of the things we look for. Okay. What about the ankles? What happens there? Um, the ankles, they, they are not one of the major um, joint spaces where we see osteoarthritis. You certainly can um, get osteoarthritis there, but really it's the small joints to the feet mm -hmm. where people, people often really? complain. So it's not the ankles, it's the feet. It's not a major site of osteoarthritis. Usually it's the hip, knee, feet, and fingers. I would think big toes. Would that be a problem? That could definitely be a, a sign. A lot of people, though, probably, they, I don't get a lot of complaints um, in terms of that, but it's possible. Okay. What about the hands? That's a big problem. So the hands, that's a huge problem. Sort of this joint stiffness that people get, feeling like you can't unclench or curl your hands. That definitely is. And if you think about it, your hands are sort of some of the tools you use on a daily basis. So if you're, you know, using them repetitively as we are every day, especially your thumbs, which mm -hmm. are very important, that's going to be an area where we're going to have some problems. All right. Give us some symptoms for hand arthritis. How would we know? So if you feel like there's aching in your hands, if you feel like you go to sort of make certain movements with your hands, picking up a fork, writing with a pencil, um, you just feel like they're not as fluid as they usually are. Um, if you feel like there's tenderness at sort of the ends of your joint, uh, ends of your fingers, because there's actually two sets of joints and, and three sets of joints in your fingers, that's often a sign of osteoarthritis. Sometimes people can also have sort of these bony growths. 
if you have a bony growth in your knee, you can't always see that if there's changes. But with your hands, you can see what seems like nodules and changes. Yeah, nodules. And and what do the nodules mean? So just as we were talking about, you can get um, bone spurs. That's actually what that is. You can get sort of the growth of bone around the joints of your fingers. And it's just very apparent because it's uh, on a surface level. And that's a joint that we can actually sort of see. There are some growths, though, that are, are they cysts? That can occur in the hands. So you can have well, you can have cysts, but usually it's not what we, mm-hmm. we what we see. Yeah, you are not dealing with that as pain management specialists, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so so also, what about the neck? And I don't think we talked about elbows yet. No, so the neck is um, not usually um, one of the areas that is primarily. Usually, it's the lumbar spine, the low back. Because if you think about it, when we're doing all our twisting motions or bending down, that usually happens in our lumbar, low back spine. Don't you think, though, in this age of technology with everybody's head bent low over a phone, uh, that that is going to change and we're going to see more arthritis that's in the neck? Definitely, that's definitely a good point. Probably so. Probably. I'm always, I hold my phone up whenever I think about it. I'll, I'll prop up my computer or my laptop on some pillows. I try and keep them eye space, but I don't always think about it. Right, exactly. But if you think about it, the majority of people who are going to sort of start to think, oh my gosh, this joint pain is bothering me, they're greater than 65. So right now, you know, when you, we were growing up and things of that nature, technology was not so prevalent. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to see in probably 20 or 30 years, you know, children now are using iPads and they're no older than three, they're going to be the ones that might manifest sort of this neck discomfort. So those are the ones we have to start now, all of us, as we're using these electronic devices, try to look up as we use them. It's hard. It's hard to remember it. But if you can, that would be a good thing. So when someone comes to see you, you're going to talk to them, do a medical history, get get the information on their symptoms, and then you might need to to get some imaging, right? Exactly. So one of the main modalities we use to help diagnose osteoarthritis is plain films or x-rays. And so when we get the x-rays, we can kind of see, you know, do we have um, changes in the bone? Do we have the bony growth, bone spurs that we see? Sometimes we'll see, um, you might see on your x-ray reports, it says degeneration, which is changes in sort of the shape and contour of the bone. Um, Sometimes you can see what's called subchondral, so beneath the surface of the bone sclerosis and those cysts that you spoke about, those types of things can manifest. And those are things we see. In fact, pain from osteoarthritis can be referred. So sometimes, you know, that pain in your hip might actually be coming from your knee, and we can see that on an x-ray. All right. So much to know about this, but we need to take a quick break. Everybody, please stick around more with Dr. Courtney Simmons from Sarasota Memorial Healthcare System's Pain Management Program. Check them out at smhpaincare.com. This is Health Check with Heidi Godman on WSRQ. We'll be right back with more after this.